Scott. Yes, Adam. Do you think I'll catch the bouquet? If you keep your mouth open that wide, you will. That is true. That is definitely true. Coming to you almost live from the middle of someone else's wedding. This is The Unknown Studio. I'm Scott. I am Adam. We are your wedding crashing hosts. Yeah, I get to be Owen Wilson. No, wait a minute. No, I want to be Vince Vaughn. Well, that makes me Owen Wilson. I have kind of his hair. Yeah. Sort of. And we'd have to break your nose for you to have the rest of his I have face. a crooked nose, so it works. You're beautiful. I know. You're... you're you're shining we are actually diamond. coming to you from the middle of someone else's yeah, wedding. That is not a joke. Uh, well, there is. is a wedding going on in the space we usually record, and we are just pressing on because why not? Yeah, I don't know if that's. I don't know what that says about our our studio space. Either that it's awesome, or that this is the shittiest wedding <laughs> that has ever taken place, it's or amazing. or the most awesome because we're recording from the middle of it yeah maybe uh but we do have a great show that doesn't involve yes. getting married no even though i'd like to marry one of our guests erica viegas oh, yeah i know i know that <laughs> yeah trent was trent was looked so happy i'm married to anybody that's fun that's fine anyway uh erica viegas a singer songwriter uh, we're going to talk to her about her uh her forthcoming album really perennial guest erica viegas erica's okay. been on the show at least twice yes it's awesome yeah caring oh yeah no <laughs> thank you for agreeing to waste your time with us uh our other guest is a far less attractive that's all right uh extremely hairy i am and awkward gentleman i am named trent wilkie <laughs> yes trent is uh is on the show because we're going to talk about the yeggies yes and i'm going to be taking selfies the whole time <laughs> Oh, that one's going to go on the internet. <laughs> They're all going on the internet. Trent. Oh, you're gross. <laughs> put your pants back on. <laughs> you put my pants back on. Fine. This podcast has taken a turn. <laughs> and we've only But a turn begun. for the better. Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, Erica. Yes. Welcome back to the show. Um, you last time we had you on, you played some songs live mm -hmm. for a, an audience. And you're planning to do that again very soon. Yes. As I understand it. If you haven't since, which you have. I have, yep. Okay, so what have you been up to? You've got an album coming out soon. Yep. Tell us about it. Yep, so I have an album coming out on May 9th. And I'm releasing it here in Edmonton at the Citadel Theatre. So I'm really excited about that. Cool. Um, and then I am going on tour after that um, on the 12th across Canada with Via Rail. With Via Rail? Yeah. Like, they, they're like, Erica, we want to be the guys who bring you around the country on a train? Yeah, so it's in partnership with them. It's um, fantastic. Vancouver to Toronto. Yeah, it should be really fun. They have, um, they have an onboard entertainment program, so I'm kind of part of it. But also stopping in cities along the way to play um, gigs, like a, a normal tour. So it's a normal tour on the train. And then I'm also playing shows on the train. Right on. Yeah. That's what it is, a musical whistle stop tour. It'd be funny though if they're they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna put you on the train. You can entertain people on the train, not with music. You're going to breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> I just that would be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because you can do that. I can. That is yeah. that is one of your so many skills. It's a secret gift. It is. <laughs> Are they gonna let you perform that song where you reenact a train robbery? But you're gonna have to explain it if if you do, because they're gonna think that you're robbing the train. I'll have to ask. Yeah. yeah. Because that how art works. <laughs> that how that how that art how art works. <laughs> okay. So you this is your this album release. What album are we on now? Number two. So Number the first two. one was an EP, just a five song EP. Right. And this is the first full length one. Wow. Yeah. How difficult was it to put all the material together for that? Like, what? How long have you been working on this? Two years. Jesus. Yeah. That that seems <laughs> like I've never worked on anything for two years. <laughs> so really, kind of since your last album. Yeah. Um, I ended up uh, shortly after the last album getting a grant from Rolco Radio. Okay. So that helped. And then, um, yeah, two years is a, like, well, I wasn't working on it diligently every day for two years. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, yeah, you still, you have a day job, of course. Yeah, right? I have a day job and, um, the people that Mike Lent produced it and he, um, was, was touring with Jennard and for a big chunk of it. So we, um, yeah, 
kind of between the two of us writing the songs and trying to get time to record and and finishing it and all the rest of the stuff took about two years. So it doesn't sound, it sounds like a long process, but not necessarily a grueling one. Like when you get into the studio, is it just like hours and hours and hours of, of playing over and over? Um, sometimes, but I, I have a lot of fun with it. You're I good, think, yeah. Well, when you finally are at the point where someone else is recording your music and helping you with it and, and excited about it, I don't know, days go by really quickly. I sometimes wish other things in life went by as quickly <laughs> when you were working for hours and hours on end. But yeah, no, it's, it's fun. Cool. So how would you describe uh, this album? What, what, kind of, what kind of music are we going to hear? What kind of songs are we going to hear? Um, it's still pretty folky pop stuff. Um, but I think the last EP sort of focused on connection that was more interpersonal connection. And this is a lot more just things that I've seen or conversations that I've had, like everyday life moment type connections than yeah. just me talking about myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Today I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> Trent Wilkie's looking in my window. <laughs> I can't wait I'm to hear that song. I'm on the fourth floor. <laughs> Trent Wilkie can fly. <laughs> He's a vampire. <laughs> so the V Rail thing, how did you get hooked up with that? Is that part of what the Rolco deal was? Or? No, I, I had sort of planned the tour that I wanted to do to promote this album, and then I heard that they did have musicians on sometimes, and so... I just asked if if they would have me, and they were, they said yes, and so I sort of planned the tour that I wanted around the train schedule. Do uh, go ahead, Scott. <laughs> I was just going to make a comment about how impressive it is that Via Rail was just like, yeah, you can literally just go ask Via Rail. I'd like to entertain on a train, <laughs> yeah. and they are they're like, okay. Well. I mean, there there was definitely a process to it. Was there? Yeah, like they wouldn't just. I, I hope they wouldn't just take any big bond. Um, yeah, it would, it would make the accomplishment feel a little <laughs> less impressive if they were just like anybody. Yeah, sure, no problem. You're following the clown, and the guy who beats the hell out of the clown, and then the clown's it's a real life. <laughs> I am never riding the train again. It's a lot of clownage going on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's not like you're just like, hey, via rail, I want to play on your train. Yeah, there, there, was like, there was a process to it, and they had to listen to my music and kind of go through my bios and, and see videos and see kind of how I would engage with their audience and maybe why my, my, or, sorry, why my music would kind of maybe connect with people that were riding the train. And we had to go through some stuff. <laughs> we went through a few things. It was <laughs> difficult. <laughs> how, long, how long did that process take? Because it sounds like it sounds like a really sort of uh, extended audition. Yeah, um, I think it was about a month, and then me kind of putting together a schedule that would work and going back and forth, and um, yeah. So how long will you be on tour for? For three, little over three weeks. And have you ever ridden the train across Canada? No, I have never. I I rode the train from Edmonton to Jasper once when I was a girl guide. <laughs> <laughs> This may be different. I don't know. Um, there will be fewer cookies on this trip. Yes. Oh, no. Hopefully there's more cookies. <laughs> I heard that's the, food the rider is really good. Is the rider in Erica's contract. I yeah. heard the food's good. And I, I, like, I like eating. So Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I was just, for my day job, I'm at a conference in Boston and ended up taking um, the Amtrak from Boston to New York. Okay. And that made me so excited about this trip because... It was so pretty, um, that, that little Yeah, how long loop. is that ride? It was about four hours. Oh, okay. But it just made me so excited because I was like, oh, this is what it's going to be like, but for an extended period of time, and we've got like a little cabin, and I, I think it'll be really cool. It's me and my brother that are going. Okay. My brother plays guitar with me. Right. Which is also really cool. Like, I think life, life worked out in a really good way for us to be able to do it together, and I don't know if, like, next year or ever again it will work out in the same way, so... I, I can't wait till you do your next your next tour on a blimp on a dirigible. <laughs> Why'd you look at me? <laughs> I don't know. I see that's one dirigible, and you're like, I'm the go-to guy for dirigibles now. Yeah, the, the blimp world tour. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That's when it takes seven hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> Erica gets to like Toronto, and she's eighty. <laughs> Just like I've written seventy-three new albums. <laughs> Granddaughter's gonna take over the tour. <laughs> <laughs> a generational tour. <laughs> exactly. 
man. So when you uh, started selling tickets to the CD release that's happening on May 9th mm-hmm. at the Citadel, they got they went away very quickly. Yeah. You're like really you're a exciting. known you're a known quantity. Well, it's exciting. And I grew up in Edmonton, so there's lots of people that are really supportive and and I a part of the tour is kind of expanding my music past Alberta because um, the last couple of years have really been predominantly focused here, which is awesome. Um, and, and I guess that reflects in the in the ticket sales here yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you played at the Citadel before? I don't think I have. <laughs> I she don't she doesn't know. think she has. I um, no, I ne- I've never played my own music at the Citadel. Oh, okay. I have been part of things at the Citadel, but oh, fair enough. But but not. I'm, I'm wondering if that's actually the right venue for you because it's not a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Citadel, I'm pretty sure. The acoustics are better yeah. than on a train, one would presume. <laughs> I've, I've got a ticket to your show, so I'm going to make clackety-clack noises. Like that, that's awesome. <laughs> Just to we'll get, have to put you in the back. <laughs> he can be really loud. I get that a lot. We'll, we'll have to put him in the back. <laughs> yeah, I know, Erica. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really great. You, but you have you have done sort of mini tours around you, you said around the province. Yeah, and you've done you've done shows in other Canadian provinces as well, right? Yeah, this is just the first time um, going all the way through, and a lot of the stuff that I've done is more sort of showcases or conferences, but not actually my own show. That's so, so cool. It will be really fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We were calling this the whistle stop tour for you. <laughs> you're, you're like an old timey politician in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, yeah. In a lot of other ways, though, not at all. It's all very strange, isn't it? It's a very unique circumstance. <laughs> That's what happens <laughs> when there's a wedding going. There is, there is wedding stuff happening right around us right now. We, it's, no, it's totally cool. No worries. We're sorry. We're, for we're crashing the wedding. We're crashing really. the wedding, yeah. The dress is beautiful for everybody who can't see it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. The bride looked uh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, that actually just happened. Yeah. And now back to the show. <laughs> now back to the show. <laughs> I had a camera, too. Yeah, what oh. are you doing? Dicks on chicks. <laughs> You're just like, wow, she's pretty. Yeah. He was mesmerized. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. 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 Um, so are you big in Saskatoon was going to be the question <laughs> I get, that I was getting to. Saskatoon has actually been the hardest province for me to book. Really? Well, Saskatoon is not a province, but... Um, it, it, it considers itself a province. Really. Saskatchewan, Yeah. Why? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm excited to go there, but it, it um, yeah, has been... And, I, and I'm not the only artist that said that, I think. What you need to know about Saskatchewan is that it, as a province, is basically the town from Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> and it just does not like music. I, I that like, is not true at all. No, I, like I, think, I think that, like, it seems like there's a lot of house concerts and stuff going on in Saskatchewan. Um, and they do have some good venues, but they seem to book up really quickly huh so mm-hmm. maybe it's because there are so few of them that could be i yeah. honestly don't know <laughs> because saskatchewanites like to burn things to the ground when things are done they're just concerts yeah. over let's <laughs> let's burn this mother yeah when I, I, only concert places i think that's actually what happens yeah um so uh <laughs> so i have no idea you have no idea yeah and i think that'll be kind of a cool thing too to be able to share my music with more people and see maybe in what parts of canada people actually seem to be more receptive or not. And yeah. Yeah. When you're, doing the, when you're doing these shows, are you playing with any other musicians? Like, are, there, are you going to have yeah. some opening acts? Yeah, most of them, almost all of them have some, some local openers. Do you pick those yourself? Sometimes I do. Cool. And sometimes it is the venue that picks them. But a lot of the times on this one, it's been me, which has been kind of fun to, like, try and figure it out because I, I, I don't know who's popular in Saskatoon <laughs> or even sometimes in Toronto at my level, right? Oh, really? And so... It's At your level, come on. Well, I know who's popular in Toronto. Yeah. Who's like Black Sabbath? Yeah. <laughs> I asked them what they just said. <laughs> yeah. They took a while to get back. Is opening for uh, in, uh, in Saskatoon. <laughs> no, Metallica amazing. doesn't open for many people. No, and only Erica Viegas. Yeah. 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 So that was a lucky, lucky. I do feel like that's thread. a really, really good fit for you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you said pop folk, and and you're open metal. by Metallica. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It would be the weirdest concert. (laughs) It it might be the worst concert. (laughs) Or the best. Or the best. You never know. I don't know. I just feel like that's more of a music festival than anyway. 
things are happening. That's good. <laughs> that actually reminds me, <clears throat> you're doing a three-week tour, then festival season's coming up, certainly in Edmonton. Are you doing any music festivals at all this season? Not that I know of yet. Oh, but you're, you want to. I, I yes. see it. I can see it. I do want to. Yes. The Folk Fest? <laughs> Is that one of them? Yeah. I, be, you know what? Before I die, I will play it. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Wickham, you bastard. <laughs> uh, for those of you just joining us, Erica Viegas has been trying to play at the Folk Festival since the first time we interviewed her. Yeah, but I think that was my idea. You know what? I think that, <laughs> that everything happens in its exact time that it's supposed to. And I, when I look back on two years ago, I'm really happy that I didn't play it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I am sure that it will happen when it's supposed to. And I hope that I don't die soon. <clears throat> I, I also hope that. <laughs> that was kind of grim. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this, is this one of those, uh, this is getting really morbid, but are you, are you reaching out to us? Are you, are you telling us that something? <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> I, but I did say I would play it before I died. And, you know, I hope that that, that gives me a couple years of leverage. Well, you're, you are going to be doing that 80-year tour in a blimp. Right, so. Mm. right. So I don't know if you're even going to be available. Who's going to open up for you in the, never mind. In the blimp? Yeah. Oh, there's a question. Who played the Hindenburg? Hmm? I don't know. I heard they... Uh, they brought the house they, down. Oh, yikes. <laughs> it's not too soon. I heard they really blew up after that show. Oh, they <laughs> actually... Because the, the, the blimp blew up. The blimp exploded. Yeah. That, Fun fact. That is correct. Not many people died in the Hindenburg disaster because it uh, crashed so slowly, people were literally able to just jump out and run away. Oh, really? That is a fact. Very few fatalities on the Hindenburg. Is Can't say the same about the Titanic, <laughs> No, that motherfucker People sucked. had trouble <laughs> running away. <laughs> Not as easy to jump off that one and run away. Cold, yeah, they deep. Tried. Yeah. They tried. Nobody brought skates because the ocean was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Trent, Trent realized he was in trouble. In that one. I'm going to fail. Trent, yeah. uh, remind me never to go sailing with you. <laughs> no, just just walk on the water. Don't worry, water. guys. Don't worry. I have my skates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works out for you, Trent. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's the middle of summer. <laughs> so, so you want to do festivals, but you're not... You don't have solid plans to, and you're not going to walk into Folk Fest with your guitar and just do the gorilla thing, because that would be amazing. No, I, I, don't, I don't think I will. Okay, fine. Well, then I guess I'll see you in the beer garden. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> that is objectively true. Well, I really do wish you well on your tour. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So on the May 9th uh, show at the Citadel, are yeah. there tickets still available? I think there's about five tickets left. Oh, so by the time you hear this, dear they listener, probably already they're gone. gone. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I'm going to be there. Cause Sweet. You it's going to be awesome. You and your train track noises. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard! Chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> woo, woo! Please oh. kick that man out of here. <laughs> he just keeps screaming he's a train. <laughs> it's not even a proper he's just, noise. He's running back and forth in the back of the auditorium. <laughs> I'm a train, I'm a train, I'm a train. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Are you looking for current, relevant, highly specialized digital media instruction? You need to seek out The Guru. Guru Digital Arts College offers intense six-month programs that simulate real-world projects. You'll work in small classes in a casual professional environment and meet industry pros who offer a mentor-style approach to learning. Some institutions make the same claim, but with Guru, you'll develop the confidence to get out and become a part of the digital media community. Come visit us anytime. Check out a class, talk with our instructors, and be part of the Guru experience. For more information, email info at guru digitalarts.com or call 1-877-429-4878. Do you have a business plan, but you're not sure where to go from there? Do you want to increase sales? Get noticed? Wow your audience? Make your mom proud? Well, we've got you covered. We're connected, we're creative, and we're innovative. We are strategy first. If you've got a great product or service and you want the whole world to take notice, Call Focus Communications. Let's start a conversation. Go to focuscom.ca.
need to take a moment. <laughs> we do have to thank our sponsors. Uh, not just Erica and Trent, who are delightful and have been joining us this episode. Uh, not the skeleton standing next to you, creepily. What? <laughs> Which Trent is taking a picture of now, so there is proof that this is happening. Um, but also some sponsors. It's true, because we couldn't do this show without the support of our sponsors. They number in the twos of organizations. <laughs> We're really grateful. We are really grateful for the support of Focus Communications. They yep. came on board as a sponsor this year, and, uh, and we really do appreciate the things they do for us because it allows us to do things for you. They are the fabulous humans. That's right. Dean and Sue. And they are delightful. The delightful humans. Also... On, on CBS this yes. fall. Uh, also... There is uh, Guru Digital Arts College. Yes, apparently not just a digital arts college. But also a wedding chapel. Yes, <laughs> which we completely interrupted today. That's right. But uh, are kind enough to, uh, to give us studio space to make this show what it is, which it's is true. a show. And uh, if you are looking to start a career in the digital arts, you should visit their headmaster. Whose the Dumbledore-esque yeah. Owen Brierly. That's right. And uh, check out Guru Digital Arts College. Yeah, check them out online, gurudigitalarts.com. Anyway, uh, let's, let's talk to Trent, because he's been disruptive for most of this interview. I'm, it's just been gregarious. I wouldn't say it's <laughs> disruptive. Gregarious. You've been up to a lot of stuff. I think so. Since, uh, since we had you on. Um, mm-hmm. When was that? Five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. Were you in a blimp? I was in a blimp. <laughs> I just started my tour. Uh, called the I'm Gonna Give Birth to Me Tour, which turned out very terrible, actually. Yeah. You can't actually give birth to yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, first of all, I'm a man, so I don't even have the proper equipment, even if I could. I'm not a seahorse. <laughs> I don't think even seahorses give birth to themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. What, are you a scientist now? <laughs> yeah. Go back certainly, to science. Certainly not a marine I, I, should have, <laughs> I should have remembered that having Trent on the show would have just left me at a loss for words. (laughs) Actually, what I've been up to recently is I actually talked to uh, Erica about her concert as well. In a way, this is the Trent Wilkie-Erica Villegas reunion interview. Yeah. Yes, it is. And Trent got married, actually, speaking of wedding. That's true. I got married. You did, and you might be the only person I know who's ever live-streamed their wedding. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What was was the thinking behind that? Um, It was um, more of a functional thing than any type of... uh, uh, reason I have family on the East Coast. I have family in Ontario. Um, we were getting married in Edmonton, which is you know very far away from most uh, electronic devices. <laughs> so we uh, we decided uh, it was actually Elizabeth, my wife's idea, because we weren't sure that a lot of my family is going to be able to make it out. Mm-hmm. And we and it's very affordable now to live stream anything and at a high quality. I think it cost us in total two hundred dollars. That's Seriously? including a camera, yeah. Wow. An H D camera that I went and bought a few days before. And two hundred dollars is a drop in the bucket for your standard wedding. Exactly, really. yeah. And we were doing it on the uh, on the affordable side as is. We only had about forty people in mm-hmm. a very beautiful little restaurant called Creole Envy. Um, but We were just doing it because uh, we wanted to get married. Um, Originally, we were just going to go to the Justice of the Peace, and then Elizabeth found a dress, (laughs) and then I found a dress. Women be shopping. (laughs) Women women dost be shopping. No, but then we made made it as um, as fun as we wanted it to be, and we wanted it to be fun. And people, it was weird because we were getting um, people were watching from all over the place. It was really really fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's very neat. Uh, it's just a neat, what we can do nowadays in order to connect to the people that we love as of 40 years ago is astounding. I'm pretty sure if someone f- who, uh, if we could take someone 40 years ago and put them into now, their brains would explode yeah. with the stuff that we can do. Let's be fair. If I brought myself from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like in the late 80s, early 90s to mm-hmm. now, my head would explode. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I would not conceive of the stuff that I take for granted. Right yeah. Now. So forget the idea that, you know, time travel. On its own would make your head explode. If yes. we started bringing people back and showed them FaceTime, there'd be a lot of yeah. blood yeah. everywhere. There would be brains and uh, what else is inside the uh, skull parts, I guess. Yeah. Ideas. We have skeletons <laughs> right here. <laughs> ideas. With ideas There's ideas all over the wall. <laughs> I'm going to start calling brains <laughs> ideas. The guy just had his ideas blown out. <laughs> His That's ideas <laughs> smell terrible. <laughs> so that makes that makes neurologist idea surgeons. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Um, and when you you and Elizabeth met online too, right? Uh, we met uh, over the phone for an interview that I did for Theater Alberta. You're shitting me. No, I I'd never actually had met her. Uh, but you'd heard of her? I Actually, I went on Twitter and I was writing a story about theaters outside of Calgary and Edmonton that weren't in Edmonton. And she replied to me immediately uh, as Shell Theater. <laughs> to say contact uh, at Risby or Elizabeth, that's her name, and it turned out they were the same people. So I was marrying my future wife's doppelganger <laughs> online. And it was a... I just picture you being like, I need to do this interview. The first yeah. person who tweets me, I'm going to marry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Elizabeth is lovely. Yeah, she was the 30th person. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I almost married 29 people in front of her. <laughs> and, uh, and this all happened pretty quickly. Like, Yeah, we, we started dating, and uh, I think a couple of weeks in, she told me we were going to get married, and I said, all right. She told uh, you. She did. And she then didn't I told ask. her that I was moving. Because um, I was, I had been accepted to school at uh, in, uh, in Toronto, um, and I just realized after just uh, dating her for a bit, we were just going to play out, play it out, and uh, see how it went. And then I realized that why would I go try to make my life better somewhere else when my life is the best here? So Aww. you know, that's just how that's how it worked There's out. There's a song in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, a but, pencil right there. Cause start writing. <laughs> Uh, but it's I'm I'm actually living the best time of my life right now, which is what anybody wants to do. So That's it's great, cool. Yeah, and Toronto is gonna be there if yeah. you want to go there. You've later got a on. lease on that land yeah. for at least a fortnight. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. So you've got a couple weeks. Yeah, at least. we'll visit. It'll look very different, though, in a few years once Rob Ford is finished there. Yes, it will be more like a blighted moonscape than uh, than a great Canadian city. Yeah. I'm often prone to exaggerate, but <laughs> I don't want to sound weird, but I wish my arms were made out of cobras. <laughs> that is, is a non sequitur. That yeah. is the most impactful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's going great. I'm obviously mentally fine. <laughs> so there's an event coming up. There is an event coming up. Which we have yet to actually talk to you about. Yeah. Yes. Called well, the Yeggies. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Erica's and our no, Zeppelin didn't. tour. <laughs> well, that's so after the Eggies, so we should, of Led Zeppelin. we should we should cover the Eggies first. Right? Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Trent is hosting the Eggies. I am because I told him to. Yep. We haven't really talked about this at all in the Unknown Studio. No. Uh, and I've been. The idea has been in existence for two years. Mm -hmm. In June, we pulled the trigger. Uh, and then in November, things actually started happening. Mm -hmm. and we've got this sort of social media awards event, and you're going to be the host. Yeah, and it was weird how it started because one night, and I didn't know you guys had already, you and, and Mike had already been back and forth, at, uh, and I was like, why don't we have something for the nerds, you know, besides ridicule and um, free porn. <laughs> and nerd prom. Yeah. And nerd prom, that's true too. And nerd night. But that I heard that's just a, that's just a crying fest. It's like a, like a pity fire. It's more like a support group than <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else. Anyway, all jokes aside. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I remember firing you an email, and you're like, we've been talking about this before. Let's talk. And we just started talking about it more, and bam, now it is. Well, and the, the uh, whole idea, you know, or the intention was not always that you would host it. No. We just started talking about it, mm -hmm. planning it, and then we were like, fuck, we need a host. And mm -hmm. you expressed an interest. And you, we had such a good time with you working on the live show for the Unknown Studio. We know that you're, you, you're funny because of the Cobra Arms comment. So just Well, that's probably the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> it probably yeah. is. I'm glad that you yeah. said it here. But everything else is downhill. Yeah. From, from here. The Yeggies are going to be terrible because yeah. of that one comment. Well, they're not going to be funnier than that comment. No, that's true. No, but you, uh, you can't get funnier than that comment. But you and, I, you and I have been working very closely on what that show, what the show is going to look yes. like. Yes, it is. And it's mostly, it, that's the, the fun thing about an award ceremony is that you already have the content made. It's about the people winning the awards. Exactly. You know, and we're, uh, I'm creating, we are all creating a night that is basically going to be bookended around that. Um, and it's going to be focusing on the, 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 the talented people. The thing about Edmonton and the thing about the new media awards and the Yeggies, that type of thing, is that Edmonton is a island for a good portion of the frozen year. Yeah. It is people inside... Uh, doing their thing, still trying to be creative, still trying to be social, still trying to connect to everybody. Um, and that's why Edmonton's probably one of the better places in Canada for this type of award ceremony. Mm -hmm. It's really neat to have it here first. Hopefully it'll spring up in other places. Maybe it has, but... Well, they've done... They did one in Vancouver uh, a few weeks ago, um, but it was more... It felt more businessy to me. Like, they gave away student awards, and, and there were awards for, like, creative use of social media. Not, mm -hmm. not exactly, like, the way, that, the way that this was envisioned was 
you know, let's um, let's award content categories, like because yeah. it, not unlike sections of of say a newspaper, you've got people who cover politics, you've got people who cover arts, you've mm -hmm. got people who do humor. We have people that don't exist. We, we have, have pe people that have created Twitter characters. Yeah, that have spoken through those people. So. And uh, and I mean, there's an there's still an attitude among. Uh, sort of the mainstream that social media is still some kind of fad, which is a patently absurd mm -hmm. uh, observation to make, particularly when you've got, you watch a show on like NBC mm -hmm. and they've got a hashtag as their watermark. Like, mm -hmm. fuck off. Mm -hmm. This is, this is here it's to stay. Thing, yeah. And not only that, but it, it goes beyond things like talking about a TV show while it's on. Mm -hmm. This is about people who are excited enough, passionate enough, and interested enough in some topic that they're spending their free time mm -hmm. uh, trying to expose those things to other people. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's a valiant thing to do. It's worthy of recognizing mm -hmm. that. And, you know, we've been accused of being self-congratulatory with these events, with this event, but... I already know I'm the best. I don't need a friggin' award ceremony. Yeah. Also, most awards are self-congratulatory. Yeah. Well, but they're not. I mean, if they're self-congratulatory, it's the Adam Rosenhart Awards for being Adam Rosenhart. Like, they're not that. But you already gave yourself that. You give yourself that every night. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's frustrating to watch. It's well, in, usually it's in the form of pizza. The <laughs> argument that I've heard is that it's basically the people who are involved in that community giving out awards to people involved in that community. And I'm like, but the Oscars are that. The Oscars do that. The well, SAGs are that. The Emmys are that. Same with any music award. Yeah, yeah. Like the Grammys, like that, as an artist. And, and some of them are even more uh, cynical than that. Like the MTV awards are just them giving out awards so that celebrities will come on their network. Like yeah. that, is, that is the logic behind it. <laughs> that is much more cynical than this. Eric, for somebody who makes music, when you see an awards show like the Grammys, and there is a lot of talent on the Grammys, but then, then again, there's there's some that are just more they're more sensationalism than talent. Does that frustrate you when you see something like that? When you see because you're making your own music, you're talking about your own life, you're not massively produced. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is frustrating, but at the same time, I sometimes wonder like there, there's so many more components to being successful than just making music. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, those people have maybe managed to be really business savvy or do something that's different from what I'm doing. So, I mean, would I rather go that business route and not do what I'm doing? No, mm -hmm. but they clearly, I mean, I, I don't think you can be a complete idiot and, and be at that level. There has to be something about you that's clicked or some type of savvy that's like led you down this path. That's right? a good point. I never thought about that. So, way. yeah, I mean, but you've been you've been nominated for Edmonton Music Awards. Yeah, yeah, and actually it's tonight. Oh, the Edmonton Music Awards. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And you, are you are you on this year's list? I'm not on this year's <gasps> list because my CD isn't even out oh, yet. Of course. Right? Oh. So, um, yeah, and I guess that's another community recognizing people within its own community. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's that's what having a community is about. But here's the thing, yeah. like exactly. I mean, it's not like some businessman is going to start up the Edmonton Music Awards. It's going to be someone who's got a vested interest in that community already that's mm -hmm. going to do that. And that's exactly what we have here. And it's not like we're making any money. It's not like we're handing out money. It's not like we're we're handing out we're handing out high fives is basically what we're yeah. doing. We're saying we recognize the people in our community doing awesome things. Hey man, if I could pay if I could find a way to get everyone who does this paid, I would. Mm -hmm. But that's not the point. No, the point is, maybe this yeah. is step one. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I believe that that everyone who is nominated is doing some amount of valuable work in the city, whether exactly. it's whether it's making people smile, whether it's telling them about, you know, issues that are happening in the city, whether mm -hmm. it's celebrating or shitting on something. They're, they're whether contributing. it's just having a good sense of humor yeah. and having a venue to be able to constantly. I, I like I love I love saying funny shit on online. Like mm -hmm. it's. Habitual. I get up in the morning. I had a dream about a parrot that wouldn't stop lying to me about how many thumbs it has, and I want to <laughs> let the world know that. And I'm and it sounds ridiculous, and it is ridiculous, but I know it's ridiculous, and I want to share that ridiculousness. And someone probably smiles and giggles about your ridiculousness. Exactly. Right? And because it's a you know, and you try to meet everybody that you yeah that you know, but anyway, yeah. Oh, and part of this is you know, uh, we're we're recognizing people. Yes, we're not taking ourselves terribly seriously because we want to have a fun night. No. I mean, even the awards themselves, uh, I've tweeted a few photos of them, they're medals, because mm -hmm. I think it will be fucking hilarious to put a medal on somebody. <laughs> like, here you go, congratulations. Like, Purple ribbon. Yeah, ribbon. and yeah, yeah, so, I don't know. The people who, there, there are a few people who've criticized it, and, and a lot of the criticism has, has been terribly valid and yeah. helpful. 
Um, but I, ultimately, I think we're doing a, a mitzvah yeah. for the community. So yeah. I'm pretty excited about it's, it. And it's sort of neat to see these, to see people when they get upset. What, they re what they're actually doing is they're complimenting it. Because if you're going to have an emotional response to something, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, like we created something that people are, for in some way or another, being responsive, be it critical or or supportive or whatever. Yeah. They're involved in it yeah. because, you know, maybe they're who knows who knows their their reasons. That's but a good way to think about things, yeah. and you can apply that in a lot of ways. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see the people who are who are getting really excited about the show that's happening on May fourth because there's they're like, what are you going to wear? Yeah. Should I eat dinner beforehand? Yeah. The answers to those questions are nothing <laughs> and have a little nosh. <laughs> yeah. Eat your best suit and wear a lot of food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, a uh, valid question, because this episode will come out prior to the Yeggies. Is there still an opportunity to attend the ceremony? By, are there tickets left? By the time you hear, we're cutting off ticket sales on May 1st at 11.59 p.m. And the so reason, by the time you hear this, you won't be, be able late. to. That's right. And we're not selling tickets at the door. The reason for that is because it is a catered event. There will be hors d'oeuvres and it's a programmed event. And we just, we need to, to communicate to the venue what the numbers are going to be so that mm -hmm. they, so that we can feed people an acceptable amount of food or maybe an obscene amount of food. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, unfortunately, and we're not selling tickets at the door because among all the other stuff we're going to be doing that night, I don't want to really be handling money. Mm -hmm. So, so Can yeah. Which is to say, really you don't. Quick, like ten second clip of what the Yeggies are, because I don't think you actually talked. About that. Yeah, oh. sorry. Um, we sort of have assumed that yeah. everyone does. Yeggies is a award ceremony for new media, for people who are online, and for basically social media uh, content creators. We content call it. creators, yeah, people who do it. Um, and we're trying to not be mainstream. Like, if someone's job is to do it, yeah, they can they can be a part of it. Um, but it's not just that. It's about people who do it for free or people who do it because they love it. And we just sat down. The fun part for us was creating categories. You know, like that was that was a gas just to do it. Yeah. And uh, but it was also nice to take the uh, the voting and the judging and who wins uh, out of our hands. You know, we wanted to do that legit. So it is an actual legitimate award ceremony, not just for Adam and I to flay each other, even though we may or may not do that, I depending believe. on who wins the best fellatio award. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the script for the night. For sure. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like, so so we've got 11 categories that we're awarding this, this year. Two of those categories were actually suggested after we announced the nomination That's period. Right. Yeah. So someone... Uh, sent me a message on Twitter and said, you know, you've got a business category. So we are awarding businesses using social media effectively, doing interesting things with it. Mm -hmm. And this person was like, you should have a nonprofit category because there are some phenomenal nonprofits in the city using social media in interesting ways. So I was like, great, let's do that. At first I was like, no, fuck you, this is my show. <laughs> you know, because you, you naturally... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sort of naturally, de by default, defensive about it because I'm an idiot. Um, but I was like, no, that's a really great idea. And then another, uh, another woman uh, that I'm friends with online said, you know, the... Um, I, I'm loath to use the term, but the the mommy blogger community is massive. It's humongous. It's you should have a category for that. So we created a family and parenting category, and it's probably one of the better written of our blog. You know, it's it can it concise writing. Yeah, it's you know it's. And it's it's interesting yeah. and really personal stories. And this is also the first year for the Yankees, exactly. so <laughs> and perhaps the last, <laughs> if it does progress yeah. uh, to another year, it's possible that more categories might crop up. Yeah, exactly. We might even whittle things down. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do at the end of the show is ask people, "What the hell did you think?" Like, mm -hmm. because our nomination, we opened up nominations, so anyone could nominate anyone else. Uh, they could, you could even nominate yourself if you wanted. That's mm -hmm. totally cool. Then we closed nominations, and uh, Brittany and I, Brittany's, Brittany LeBlanc's on the committee, we went through all the nominations and sort of whittled them, the categories down to six, and we, you know, we decided, is this a good fit for this category? Um, how often does this person write? Is, the, is this blog dead or whatever? And sort of got it down to s around six per category. And then we handed it over to 10 judges. Mm -hmm. uh, so they sat down for a whole day in a boardroom making decisions about who the winner of that category mm -hmm. would be. So we're, we were sort of involved. The community was sort of involved. But at the end of the day, the decision was made by people f from Edmonton who are familiar with, with the social media community. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we have 11 categories we're awarding this year. It may be more or less in the following year. We did have one category <laughs> called the Lifetime Achievement Award mm -hmm. that we were going to give away because I thought it was cheeky. I mm -hmm. thought it was funny and cheeky. And then I had a few people say, you know, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, they, were, they were very, very, you know, nice no, about no, it. Well, even that's if the stupidest pile of shit. <laughs> even if it's funny, it, uh, it's too funny. It's too silly. You're, mm -hmm. you're, do this seriously. Mm -hmm. So we took that one away. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so, so we're doing the Yeggies. The, the response from the outside community, um, uh, from sponsors and whatnot, has been the biggest surprise for me. Um, just because it was an idea over beers. You know, yeah. and then it grew into something where respectable, because we're not <laughs> respectable. I don't even think I'm wearing underwear right now. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm, I'm afraid to check. Like, that's how I, I, like, I don't even respect myself. I like that you don't even know. Well, I don't even know. And if I did even know, I wouldn't. So there you go. That's very confusing. Oh, I'm going to start crying. Well, now. no, you're right. I mean, like, <laughs> sponsors really got behind this. And, yeah. and you know, it, you, it is a ticketed event, but we're putting on an award show, and the budget for it is not small like it's it's not money that i have certainly so we mm -hmm. had to go out to sponsors and ask them and um because they're supporting us i'm going to tell you who they are mm -hmm. the title sponsor for the event was edmonton economic development corporation and they they were like i i called them up and or got a connection to them through someone else and i was like this is what we're doing i need a venue and they're like cool we'll give you the shot and we'll give you money and I was like, what? <laughs> like, the, the Shaw is... And here's an underwater city as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Shaw is an in-kind in donation for us this year. So, mm -hmm. I mean, finding a venue is half the battle for any event. Mm -hmm. So they've been great. TELUS Communications is supporting us. Focus Communications. The Edmonton International Airport. Um, Oodle Noodle. Mm -hmm. James Murgatroyd Communication. Live Real Estates. B3 Designs. Kickpoint. ATB Financial. The Unknown Studio. Alley Cat Beer. And The Common are all sponsors. And none of these have asked to see the content. They oh. haven't see, asked to, like, is there going to be swearing? Is it going to be a family-friendly event? Like, none of that. I and have asked no all of those things. That was consideration before <laughs> we came on board as sponsors. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I roundly ignored his question. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, they've been great about it. They, the people that are the organizations that are sponsoring it, they get it. They know, they know the importance of this community. Uh, they, they understand the value that these people bring to the city, and they're, they're totally behind it. And, it. and it's kind of telling how many people you just listed off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of people were just on board for this. Mm -hmm. Well, and uh, Jen Banks, uh, who's Jen Banks Yeg on Twitter is our sponsor chair. So she's sort of been in charge of shaking all these people down. Mm -hmm. She's done a great job. And a lot of the people we approached because it's sort of the year's already begun. Uh, we're like, we can't do it this year, but we want to do it next year. Like, I think we've got a title sponsor for next year already. And, and they want to do a lot of, they want to give us a little bit of money and do a ton of in-kind stuff. So, so it's not uh, it's it's not a dumb idea. Mm -mm. Uh, well, at least we'll find out on May fourth. <laughs> uh, what kind of show is it going to be other than just awards? Like, it's basically going to be uh, awards with some with sketch comedy elements. Okay. Um, every uh, every element that uh, I've helped create uh, has been either video or um, a sketch comedy base. So, cause that's my wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Um, and it's my go-to and I've been doing it for 10 years. So, um, but it's not, uh, a, the, the biggest problem for me was to not try to over create for the show. Right. Uh, because it's not about me. Usually when I'm putting on a show, it's about the, you know, you need an hour, you need content all the time. But like I said, it's nice to have the focus being the, the award winners because all I gotta do is create funny laughter moments around that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have Liam Kreswick, who's going to come and do a bit. Uh, and he, he's the nerdiest of uh, hilarious guys when it comes to stand-up comedy in Also town. a friend of the show. Yeah. Also, exactly, a friend of the show. And uh, he just, he was totally in immediately. Um, and, uh, yeah, video, um, but bare bones. Bare bones and to the point. Cool. You know, straight up. Uh, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, God, I started singing. I don't think can that you guys, was singing. Can you guys still hear me? Guys, Trent has gone off the deep end. Smoke bomb. Wow, he's gone. That was amazing. Ah, I'm just kidding. I ducked under the table. Fuck. <laughs> On that note, yeah. it's about that time. It is. Where we crack open an envelope that doesn't have a winner's name in it, but well, rather has 15 questions in it. The non-winner that Scott was referring to was Trent Wilkie. And <laughs> the segment I'm referring to is, of course, the Fast 15. Fast 15. 
Yes, that's right. Now, Erica's been on the show before, so we've done the Fast 15 with you. Technically, yes. Trent's been on the show before, too, but we have not done the Fast 15. Never, never as a guest, though. Can we do it together? Erica and I? Can she? She Never mind. I'll show She up. can contribute to your answers. Cool. They're all about you, so I don't know what that... <laughs> I think that's she can, the best she way She should just vehemently to... disagree with all of his answers. <laughs> <I think>. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Every answer is wet the bed. <laughs> That's, that's gonna, a half truth. That's going to work really well with our first question. Are you Are you ready? I'm ready. What's your favorite food? <laughs> I like um, sushi, vegetarian sushi. That's not a thing. It is. I saw it. I saw where the vegetables gave birth to the little sushi <laughs> eggs and watched them eat their. Oh your my favorite, god! Your just kill me. Your favorite color. <laughs> my favorite color is uh, red. Mac, PC, or Linux? I have to go with uh, Mac. Okay. Uh, dogs or cats? Fuppy Dodges. <laughs> you do have one. I have a Fuppy Dodge. His name's EQ, and his poetry is very dark, and he's super, super, super into Nintendos. <laughs> coffee or tea? I'd like some coffee, please. Uh, favorite holiday? I like Halloween. We've had that one a few times. It's not even a holiday. But yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> you do take that day off. Well, I kill as many goats as I get my hands on, but that doesn't make it a holiday. It does in my family. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite sport? <laughs> You're looking at me. Am I your favorite sport? <laughs> Erica Vegas. Oh, no, wait. Then. Which which includes a lot of yelling in the mirror. Hunting Erica Vegas. <laughs> which is the name of my poetry. She is book. the most dangerous game. <laughs> She's like a polar bear. You just get the biggest gun you can, and you sit down, and she comes to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you holding a gun? <laughs> What's that? I'm breaking your neck. I'm wearing your skin like a sexy dress, Wilkie. Um, I like rugby and baseball. Together at the same time. Rug balls. <laughs> Rug balls. Snurf. Your your favorite pastime. I like I like playing with my fuppy dog while my wife watches and makes fun of us both. <laughs> your favorite music right now. Um I like uh Father John Misty and the Go Team. Ooh. And what about a favorite movie at this particular time in your life? Jumpin' G, Willikers. I really liked Cloud Atlas. I really enjoyed watching Cloud Atlas. Um, it was not what I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was a beautiful story. Part of the reason it was not what he thought it was going to be is because he misread the title. He thought it was Clown Atlas. Yeah, I thought it was going to be just a, you know, a lexicon of different types of clowning and <laughs> where you can clown. And so he was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and aroused. Yeah. More than I thought with the Clown Atlas. You're... Which is almost impossible. Your favorite video game. I would need seven penises to be that aroused. <laughs> and I'd need to be able to detach them and replace them because they would, they would fail to work after a certain point of arousal. Which is actually science. What was that question? I'm sorry. <laughs> Your favorite video game. Uh, the one with the seven penises. Yeah, the guy with the... Um, my favorite video game, I would have to say when I sit down and play video games, uh, I really like the original Bioshock. Ooh, good answer. Mm. If you could have one superpower, and one superpower only. Invisibility. All right. Uh, Star Wars or you Star creep. Trek? <laughs> <laughs> it's so I can hunt that Erica That ghost Vegas. in my room just keeps crying and crying. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my tresses? And just stretches out the butt. <laughs> Big ass crying ghost with a stretchy ass. Uh, I like. Um, oh gosh, can you repeat the question in Gaelic? Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek by far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now wild card questions, which I stole from your blog. Okay. Uh, part of your interview project. Ooh. If you could share a bottle of alcohol with anyone who ever existed, who would it be, and what would you drink? Uh, George Orwell and red wine. I don't think he'd drink red wine. Oh, I would force him to drink red wine. <laughs> George! George, you sit down! Put this dress on. <laughs> Call me Erica. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, what would you rather have as a pet? A dragon, a unicorn, Pegasus, or Ezra Levant? Uh, I, would like, I would like a dragon. Yeah? Would, yeah. You, would you make them burninate things? I would. I would. I would attack my enemies, and they would uh, They would regret ever uh, besmirching my name. But mostly, I would just like to fly uh, on the back of a dragon through clouds. A unicorn pegasus would be sort of neat, but they would die too fast. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, that's it for the Fast 15. That was the most convoluted and disappointing Fast 15 I've I, ever experienced. I really let myself I down. Trent really also gave uh, an insight into his... Mind. I think I really do think insight is too strong a word. 
I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that at the very least we now have a, a glimpse into his true psychosis. Uh, and uh, is that plural? Because if it's not plural, it ain't true. <laughs> Psychoses. Sees. There you go. Yeah. Trent Wilkie, Erica Viegas Hunter. <laughs> it's funny. I dress as her to hunt her because that's my camouflage. I was wondering why you guys are wearing the same shirt. <laughs> I know. And it says Erica Viegas for president <laughs> in Gaelic. It has been an absolute pleasure to have both of you on the show today. Thank you very Thank much. It's the second time we've had them both on the show, Shaking actually. Oh, a selfie of, of him shaking her hand. Yeah, and Erica, good luck on your tour. Yes. Yeah, or, sorry, awesome. break a leg or, or run over a goat on the train or whatever you do. <laughs> and we will have you back on the show probably next season. Awesome. Just to keep up, you know, with stuff. Just, you know. <laughs> that was eloquent. I'll have stuff, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. You, I think you'll have things. <laughs> things to say. <laughs> we'll, we'll follow up on the tour and whatnot. Right on. Don't look at me. I'll see you on May the 4th. I said don't look at me. I'll see you on May the 4th. You're still looking at me. I can see you in my peripheral vision. I know. So. That's why I know. All right. You got good night vision, too. Thanks for being on the show. Ah, oh, thanks for the hug, man. Hugging it out. No one's hugging you. Two grown men just <laughs> hugging it out. And oh. we're done. So You've been listening to The Unknown Studio, episode 86. Our guests, Erica Viegas and Trent Wilkie. Pre-production by Adam Rosenhart, post-production by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Unknown Studio is a proud member of the League of Extraordinary Media. You can visit us on the web at theunknownstudio.ca. Thanks for listening. I have come to talk to you. You wanted to do a second interview. I'm like, I need to be around here. Yeah, we didn't. You weren't really aware of it. You're, you can sit right here, Erica. It's very different from yesterday. Idiot. That's why. How you doing, Erica? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. By the way, by the way, Superman does good. We do well. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> nice to see you, Trent. <laughs> and we have started off this interview on the right foot. Yeah, apparently, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>